passed, and they heard the rifle at the top of Gypsum Hill. Told you that betters was tricky, Sarah said. He had a long gun roped somewhere under the coach. Spread. The next shot was short, but betters had the line all right, and the line was right at Meredith. It always seemed to be that way. But this time it was probably because his Mexican sorrel made a better target at a distance than Sarrett's gray. He bent low in the saddle and rode, waiting for the next shot. Sarrett laughed. He laughed any old time, with sand blowing in his face, when he was hungry, with a gun in his guts. Over there, he said, the heroes are Halladane or spurn to the kill. Riders, drawn by shots, were stringing dust from town. Only one went toward the coach, the others cut toward Meredith and Sarrett. Lots of fun at one of those riding bees, Sarrett said. Betters' third shot made Meredith's horse lunge ahead with a snort. Meredith looked over the leather-covered box under his right arm. The sorrel's rump was bright with blood coming from a streak where the bullet had angled maybe an inch deep. A minute later, they were into a sandy dip and far out of range. All right, Sarrett asked. Not good, Meredith said. Now both me and the sorrel are shot in the rump. It wasn't really as funny as Sarrett took it. It wasn't funny at all when the sorrel began to weaken just a little and the riders behind held on. Stick to this wash, Sarrett said. I'll swing to the left and take him off your tail. See you at El Fago's place tomorrow night. Before he put his gray lunging up the bank, Sarrett took the leather box with a casual jerk of his arm. Wait a minute, half of that, half of the price of a new horse, Brett. Right now you gotta ride light. El Fago's tomorrow night. You can find it, all right. There wasn't time to argue. I can find it, Meredith said. Later he heard shots and yells from a long way west, so he knew that Sarrett had gone in close enough to make it interesting. Meredith reached El Fago's place just after sundown the day after Gypsum Hill. On the edge of the brush, the sprawling collection of weathered adobe seemed at the moment to be inhabited only by naked children, goats, and chickens. There was an excuse for a corral straddling a little stream. Meredith knew El Fago had other corrals somewhere back in the tangled brasada. A brown lad, about fourteen, silver spurs on his bare feet, tremendous buck teeth in his mouth and lots of sabe in his liquid eyes, took the Mexican sorrel, glanced at the crusted edges of the wound where vicious flies had gathered, and went toward the brush after nodding toward the largest building. The buckshot wound felt worse when Meredith started to walk than it had when he was riding. He'd had one canteen of water since yesterday he'd used most of it to sponge the sorrel's mouth and nostrils. The sun had burned through the top of his riddled hat and got to his skull in spite of his thick hair. He took the hat off and rubbed a dusty sleeve against his forehead. There was a hundred-dollar note under the band of that hat. Sarrett had one just like it. It was only common sense, Sarrett always said, to carry a little reserve and never spend it. That way, you were never broke. There would be plenty of notes to carry as soon as Sarah got here. They could rest their horses until morning and then ride on. Damn the sun and damn this thirst, Meredith thought as he shook his head to clear it. 
He stepped over crawling children and dusty hens and went into the largest adobe. Elfago was eating goat stew by himself at a table in the middle of the sprinkled floor. He was naked to the waist, but he had his peaked straw hat on, with the greasy bangs of his curly hair shining darkly against sweat. Senor, he exclaimed, and pointed to a chair and went right on eating goat stew. Meredith had a glass of wine that didn't help his thirst at all. Elfago saw. His big, innocent eyes were seeing much. He yelled in Spanish and spewed fragments of peppery stew halfway across the table. An old woman came in with a jug of warm water. About half of it, and Meredith thought he felt a little better, even if it didn't take the sun out of his head. He ate some of the goat's stew and had to drink the rest of the water quickly. And now, El Fago said sometime later,